0: Welcome back to Top 5 Disco. I'm Josh. And I'm Adam. And we are back with our special 2022 year-end retrospective series. Last episode, we ranked and discussed our top five favorite concerts of the year. In this episode, we're going to be ranking our top five favorite songs of 2022. Here we go. All right, before we get to our favorite songs, our top five songs of 2022, because we lost the last few years, we're just going to briefly mention our top five songs from 2020 and 2021. Why don't you start us off in 2020?
1: Sure. So my number five favorite song of 2020 uh, was Do You Think We'll Last Forever by Caroline Rose. Great,
0: great song. So funky. Uh,
1: Number four was Deep in Love by the aforementioned in the last podcast, Bonnie Light Horseman. Fantastic song. Um, number three was delete forever by Grimes. Admittedly, recently I went back to some of these songs. They might shift in their placement. <laughs> Maybe delete forever should be number five. Uh, but for now I'm keeping what it was in 2020. Number two was the song, my sweet mall girl by the band mall girl that was introduced to us by Is that Rachel. Uh, no, it was Aton, I believe. A-ton. I believe. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Aton, uh, Josh's childhood friend. Uh, and my number one, it's a little interesting because this song technically came out as a single in 2019. But the song Moment by Pine Grove, one of their best, uh, for sure the best on their 2022 album, Marigold. 2020 and- album. 2020 album, sorry. Uh, and because it was on that album and I, hadn't, I listened maybe once in 2019 and I didn't really listen again until 2020, I counted it for
0: 2020. And that means that that Pine Grove album was not in your top five. That is you know, true. Spoiler. Uh, yes. Interesting. We'll have to talk about that Good briefly. Good point. <laughs> um, all right. For my 2020 songs, my number five uh, favorite song was The Steps by Haim, Amazing song. Right? Wow. Do you know that? I you've definitely played oh, it for me. So groovy. So so good uh, Number four was an introduction because of you was colorblind by Beach Bunny That Ooh, is just like an unbelievable so glad to hear that. rock song
1: And that was introduced to me that whole album uh, because of my friend Jordy. Jordy so shout out right. to Jordy. Thank you
0: Jordy um, Number three was anthems by Charlie XEX. I mean that song Epitomized it. There was a that was very 2020. It was her album that she completely wrote and recorded. I forgot, maybe like a month, like in COVID and lockdown. Yeah. And the chorus is like, I'm not, I'm not gonna be able to paraphrase it now. <laughs> but like how much she misses being out, outside, and it mm-hmm. like would bring tears to my eyes to think about being out with friends and and uh, out in New York um, when you couldn't. Uh, number two. Was Held Down by Laura Marling yeah, off that album, song. Uh, song for, Songs for Our Daughter, or Song for Our Daughter that yeah. we talked about earlier. Beautiful, beautiful song. I mean, she always taps into this, like, 70s Laurel Canyon, beautiful, folky. Oh, man, I love Laura Marling. And number one, this is, like, far and away number one for mm. me, was Ohio Turnpike by Jeff Rosenstock. Oh, shit, yeah. Which, as an album, I had some issues with, with the mix and the Definitely. production. But Ohio Turnpike is easily one of his best songs ever so epic so anthemic and and beautiful and goes from the like, intense blistering yeah, punk goes through to all these, these different places oh my god ohio turnpike amazing closer to that song album of 2020
1: uh, for 2021 my number 5 favorite song Uh, was Rumors by Kings of Convenience. Whoa. The first song on their 2022 album, um, which was very close to being on my top five, I would say, uh, for 2021. And
0: Kings of Convenience, I believe Spencer, our brother-in-law, also introduced me to. Yeah, and then Josh introduced
1: him to me. Mm -hmm. So just the chain of brothers (laughs) in music uh, music connection. Anyway, fantastic song, beautiful guitar playing. Um, Number four for me, speaking of Beach Bunny, was... uh, the blame song game? blame game yeah, yeah. actually um also there's something there are these like b sections these this outro thing that just like i don't know it was one of my most listened to uh songs parts of songs i just i just loved, I it.
0: loved uh, good girls don't get used also on that's that the same i think EP. is that the, fir- that's the, the first song. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly yeah. those are the best songs on that yeah. uh, four song ep um Number three, which maybe could actually be number two, uh, but number three for me for 2021 was the song "Next Year, Next Time" by The Ooh, Staves. That's um, awesome. I listened a lot to that album. I wouldn't say I fell in love with the entire album, but there are a handful of songs that are for and, sure and shout favorites. Out, shout out
0: to Miriam, who I think introduced us to The Staves. Yes, um, for a few a song or two. Um, yeah, from like some the of day.
1: their uh, their older albums. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this album there's produced it amazingly yeah, it's, it's gorgeous and
0: by the way the producer of that album is who produced the Balin album who really St. Saint, Saint Vincent do you know the name of course I'm gonna forget, nah, it. forget it don't I worry know. about it <laughs> John Congleton
1: oh, there we go um, I was like wait a minute I, I was getting him and John Singleton mixed up he rest <laughs> in peace very different um, my number two favorite song um, from 2021 I listed as Angel of 14th Street by Counting Crows um, great, because great admittedly I, it was a four song EP. I didn't consider it for, it wasn't that it wasn't on my top five because I didn't like it enough. I didn't consider it for my top five. So I, I included that song here. Um, it's all about those choruses. It's just the most like, and it's not everything no- you love about
0: counting crows. And it's just not number one because the trumpet, right?
1: Uh, yeah. And that's <laughs> another reason why it could be number three. There's, you know, we'll save, you know, we'll more in depth, uh, analysis of that song in the ep for when we tack on more to our counting crows series but um yeah that was number two number one hands down was the song control by mannequin pussy that for some i kept trying to get you into this song for some reason you were like yeah it's good i don't I, really I get don't, it it's get just it. this is like the best form of female fronted like pop punk to me mm. um mannequin pussy just does it right sometimes and it it, this sentence. song, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this Pick song, this song, control, is so well produced. It is performed so well. It is written so well. It's just everything I wanted, mm-hmm. and I got it.
0: It's good, and I definitely need to spend more time with that EP. Their last album. I wouldn't
1: say the EP as a whole is great. Oh, okay. It's that song, the but, opener, but, but control Drunk is too so is is such song. an amazing song yeah. from
0: the record beforehand. Yeah. All right. So my top five. Yeah, these I don't think we've ever shared with each other. No, um, My number five favorite song of 2021 was Musician by Porter Robinson. So a big thank you oh, to I think, Andy. Oh, I think I know that one. Um, good friend and friend of the podcast, who's on a couple of our episodes, I think uh, Weezer and, and Motion City. Motion City. Um, he introduced me to Porter Robinson, who's who's an electronic artist, which is is not a genre I this typically with the down with the, top, down yes. with the
1: top, ding, ding ding ding. Yes, <laughs> uh,
0: who I don't Sorry. I don't typically <laughs> listen to a lot of electronic music, but something about Porter Robinson combines like electronica with. Um, what do they call it? Nintendo core. I was going to say, this like Japanese. Video game, Japanese anime type of style, but also with beautiful piano playing. When I saw him live, I'd mentioned earlier, he played a lot on piano. Like there's, there's this organic nature to a lot of these electronic songs. This song is just so catchy and so beautiful. Uh, Number four was you and me on the rock by Brandy Carlisle. Wow. Because Brandy Carlisle, we had done an entire series on. Yeah. Didn't love her last record. No. Nope. Didn't love the record that this came from. Yeah. But this song is like the best song Joni Mitchell never wrote. I mean, <laughs> it is so clearly indebted to Joni. Um, but oh my God, it is so perfect musically, vocally. It's 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 perfect. I think Andy just told me the other day that he like cries to the song because he thinks wow. it's so perfect. Yeah. I think
1: Does so he listen to Brandy? He does now. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, number three. I only did this because we didn't actually officially do these um, lists and podcasts. I cheated and put two songs here because... Sorry. Because this was Silk Sonic. I put Leave the Door Open and Smoking Out the Window, which are like yeah. two of the best songs of the year. Smoking Out the Window for sure is oh my a fantastic these song. These songs are like the 70s never left. They they so perfectly emulate 70s soul R&B folk. The whole album. The whole album is amazing. I mean, there are a couple that... I mean, the album was, was uh, I think it was top 10 for me. I don't think it was top five. Yeah, um, Obviously not if it's here. Um, but both those songs are just unbelievably catchy, beautifully, beautifully produced vocally. The interplay between Bruno Mars and Anderson .Paak singing, rapping is like, which I said it, it was, you could be pulled out of the 70s, but he brings like this hip hop flair of well, yeah, modern I mean, times to it.
1: They're very much uh, unique songs. Like they yeah. are only those, there are a lot of songs that very much sound like, I don't know something from the '70s, and it just sounds like a ripoff of mm-hmm. the time period. This doesn't sound like that, no. but they did such a good job in terms of the production, in terms of the instrumentation of very much. And Bootsy Collins is playing bass uh, and it, like emceeing the whole right, album. Right. They did such a good job of of getting
0: that sound while also still writing these uh, originals. Yeah, great point. Uh, my number two favorite song of 2021 was "Kiss Me More." By Doja Cat song and SZA. as well. Yeah. I mean, that's just a perfect pop song. It's just perfect. I mean, Say So, her last yep. big hit, was also a perfect yeah. pop song. Yeah. There's, there's not much I can say about this that hasn't already been said, um, because it was a huge hit as well. My number one favorite song of 2021 was Kalura Tura by Coldplay. Wow. I think that song is... I can't believe they wrote it. I cannot believe... I mean, we both love Coldplay. Yeah. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I couldn't believe they wrote this song. And I also couldn't believe this song existed on the album that it did for yeah. how kind of and you I also I, and can't I,
1: believe they didn't play it
0: live i know they played every <laughs> single song on the new album except for what i consider one of if not their magnum opus i mean yeah. this song is 10 minute long this beautiful progressive expansive gorgeous piano led ballad but with like unbelievable touches of strings and oh my god when the bass comes there's just so there's twinkling i, I yeah. I can't even express we'll have to get it to it on our next we Coldplay will. addendum episode. Coloratura is like a masterpiece and that Coldplay put this out in 2021 is like this band is still like very special even yeah. if they can dabble sometimes way too hard into their pop sensibilities they yep. really still have like an unbelievable musical talent Definitely. that's in this band and oh my Coloratura is is, is incredible. Yeah. All right. So We
1: are finally at the year 2022. Yes. Um, Let's go back and forth. Uh, My number five favorite song from 2022 was Shotgun by Soccer Mommy, who you might remember from uh, our 2018 retrospective. I do.
0: And my number five favorite song of 2022 is The Loneliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen featuring... My boy Rufus, the one and only Rufus. Uh,
1: My number four favorite song from 2022 was Lucifer on the Sofa Mm. by the
0: band Spoon. So good. My number four favorite song of the year uh, is There'd Better Be a Mirror Ball by Arctic Monkeys. Nice. Yeah, fantastic song. Uh,
1: My number three from 2022 is the song Teeth Marks by S.G. Goodman. Wow. I Very don't know what that facial expression is.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it. We will talk about it. Uh, my number three favorite song of 2022 is Fox Glove Through the Clear Cut by Death Cab for Cutie. This just epic song. Wow.
1: Um, my number two from 2022 uh, is the song Sad Kind of Way
0: by Wilco. Wow. We, yeah, there's a lot to talk about with the Wilco <laughs> record. Uh, my number two favorite song of the year 2022 is End of a Friendship by Julia Jacklin.
1: Love it. Uh, My number one from 2022 is the song Jennifer by the band Everything Everything. I am so happy
0: (laughs) That's your number one. Definitely Um, My number one favorite song Far and away, no Contest, it was never a contest, is Life According to Rachel by Madison Cunningham
1: So as previously Stated, my number five favorite song From 2022 is the song Shotgun by Soccer Mommy So when I first heard the song, it was in my friend Eric's car, uh, and I was blown away by the melody I mean, of this chorus, but it was something I had heard it once. I was very excited for it. I didn't check it out again. I was very excited for the album. Unfortunately, it's a very disappointing album, um, but this is a very strong single uh, and for sure the best on the album. Starts off with this great brooding, grumbly guitar line. Is and it? Guita- I thought it was bass. It's so low. It's
0: hard to tell if it's like a bass guitar or her own. Fair. Guitar. I'm pretty. I'm
1: pretty sure it's guitar, but I might yeah. be wrong. Um, and these clicky drum beats, uh, or this clicky drum beat. And I know you love your clicks. Um, amazing tumbling verse melody. Fogged up the windows in the back and you just keep repeating that. Uh and it's the contrast between this brooding verse yeah. I mean the chorus and then opens. Opening up, up so into this nicely. chorus. And this is a perfect chorus melody. Whenever you want me, I'll be around, I'm a bullet in a shotgun. But the best part is the
0: drums. I mean, y- well, <laughs> the the snare rolling while she's doing shotgun. Yes, but also I, those punches of the cymbal hits exactly. at the end.
1: Yes, no, I love the the these drums acting as yeah. as as guns. Exactly as Josh just said, she says uh, shotgun and the snare you know hits these three things as if it's like a gun. I don't know, um, and I love. When it goes into the, oh, yeah, and then it just, boom, this like tubular guitar riff kind of comes in. It lifts so nicely there. There
0: are a lot of cool guitar textures and tones in this song.
1: And the production of this song, especially the chorus where she sings that amazing melody, it always intrigued me because I always thought that it could have, not should have necessarily, but I would have expected it to be uh, produced kind of like a Beach Bunny song with like very upfront kind of constant eighth note guitars, but instead it's this washy, loose, very reverbed out thing that, again, it feels very unexpected. Hmm. And I think I've grown to really appreciate that
0: because it makes it unique. Well, you were talking about the chorus, but the verses also are kind of distant and lo-fi in yeah. terms of how the drums are recorded and it's stuff.
1: true admittedly the song doesn't really risk going anywhere else in one sense i'm good with that because maybe she could have fucked it up with a bad bridge <laughs> it's one of those things it is um, a little first chorus
0: first chorus see? it
1: very much is and it's like even in the like double chorus at the end that builds up she doesn't really change her vocals that much um plays it maybe a little safe but again I mean, it's this is on my list. It's number five, but it's on my list because of that um, that chorus melody. It's all about that. I love her hushed background vocals, um, especially in the outro. And then lyrically, I just want to call out some of these lines. Fogged up the windows in the back, coffee and menthol on your breath. Uppers and my heart never meshed. I hated coming down, but this feels the same without the bad things. I love that. Um, and just the chorus lyrics. So whenever you want me, I'll be around. I'm a bullet in a shotgun waiting to sound. Just the idea of... As soon as you want, I'll be there. Like I- I'm, I'm cocked. I'm, I'm locked and loaded. I'm ready to go. Um, there are other, other, other great lyrics as well, and, and I really do like her as a lyricist.
0: Listeners of longtime listeners of the podcast may remember I did not love. <laughs> Uh, the Soccer Mommy album that you put on was it 2018? That 2018, dog, or, yeah.
1: Or uh, Clean was the was Clean the, the song. name or the record um, rather.
0: I didn't love that, but I did really, really like the song "Circle the Drain." Amazing song from her next record. Yes. Um, so I kind of am warming up a little bit to Soccer Mommy. Yeah. I like this song too. I don't think I like it quite as much as "Circle That's the fair. Drain" or the other singles from um, the last record. Yeah. What's cool you didn't mention about this song, and I think the whole record. Was produced by 10 Tricks Point Never, which is so weird. What? And so cool because he's kind of an ambient electronic artist. That's so interesting that you say that because,
1: like, maybe not half, but a good amount of these songs are just. Weird. On this record.
0: So that totally makes sense. In I fact, haven't heard that. Like long, I don't but... like it. Like okay. <laughs> like it doesn't
1: work for me, but it makes sense now that you're saying that. I don't think I appreciated that at the time.
0: But I appreciate that every record now, she is kind of slightly changing her sound and now working with different producers and well I'm, then it, I'm it actually, glad I'm glad she has not stayed. I didn't love that first record, so uh-huh. I'm glad she's experimenting more with different uh, production styles. And it
1: actually it it makes sense now that I was saying the production of of the chorus and in general the song intrigues me because it feels like something that wouldn't happen for a different band or whatever, like it could have been Beach Bunny. Mm-hmm. But you're saying it's this it's this ambient producer, so it makes sense that yeah. it's got kind of this weird ambient sound.
0: Cool pick. Thanks. <laughs> All right, my number five uh, favorite track of the year is "The Loneliest Time" by Carly Rae Jepsen featuring Rufus Wainwright. I've loved Carly Rae Jepsen for quite a while. "Emotion" from 2015 is probably one of the best modern pop albums of the 21st century. I mean, that song is one of the best. I mean, that song, modern oh, pop that's songs, totally. But the whole record and and her other albums are great too. I think "No Drug Like Me" made both of yes, our lists I back think in 2018 or 2019, maybe at the same spot. Yes, in yeah. 2019 we both we talked about. I mean, that song. she is awesome. And this song, "The Loneliest Time," is the title track, and it's also this epic kind of future disco closer to yeah. the album. And it's it's amazing, it's so decadent and it feels so much like end of the movie dance scene. Yeah. Like I love, you'll you'll find now and I'll say it now, the through line to my top five songs is strings. There are strings in all these songs. For yeah. whatever reason in yeah. 2022, I was gravitating toward these like cinematic mm-hmm. sweeping songs. I love the strings in the song, the yeah. I mean, disco shuffle. Rufus Wainwright, I've obviously been singing his praises. He is not a very popular artist these days. Not these days, no. No. I mean in the early two thousands, kind of. Yeah. But his biggest hits are all covers. Like he is not right, in the mainstream. Right. Hallelujah from Shrek. Right. And um Across the Universe. Yes, he did a cover yeah. of. He's not in the mainstream and Carly is basically mainstream at this point. She's yeah. still not the level of like Lady Gaga, but she's still good I mean, she huge, was
1: uh, with, for Call Me Maybe. Right, Call but, Me Maybe
0: was a huge hit. But anyway, for her to pull her um, fellow Canadian, Rufus Wayne...
1: Interesting.
0: He, ...into her I also album, didn't know she was Canadian. She's Canadian. Um, was amazing. I, I think it's such a... Um, there's no other features on this record. Yeah. Um, so it's she, she just pulled Rufus Wainwright. Who's for the not, title track for The Closer, lot, right? Right, which a lot of artists will pull like the hot new artists at the yeah. time to kind of boost their... I have so much respect for Carly for yeah. bringing him. Also, because Rufus Wainwright is such a unique voice... And, who who
1: knew that he would
0: sound so oh, good alongside her? Oh my god, absolutely. It's and and they do this weird thing with his voice. They kind of add this digital warble to it, mm. which is almost insulting to how good his voice is, but it it's doesn't matter. I don't know
1: if I if I picked up on that.
0: Yeah, he's, 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 he's caked in this like kind of digital reverb or something. Got it.
1: But it sounds so
0: good. So good. and so good alongside her, because he has parts solo, but also underneath. They're and he like forth.
1: doubles himself as like harmonies and responses <laughs> to what she sings. It sounds so good. And yeah. you never
0: hear... Rufus does not do disco. He doesn't really do pop songs like this ever. So to hear him in general on a song like this is so special. I love in general Carly's whole sad girl pop style, which Mm -hmm. is this whole record. The whole album is called The Loneliest Time. Um, And the whole song is about being lonely, wanting to get back with your ex. I'm coming over tonight. Knock
1: on your door, just Just like like before. Oh, that's not terrible.
0: But yeah, exactly. The melody and the (laughs) harmonies right there are so good. There's so many great melodies. And oh, my God. The bridge of this song, which has, has at this point been memed to death. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Where she's like, I'm coming oh, back God. for you. I'm coming, I'm coming back, back for you. <laughs> you. But then it goes into a second bridge, which is all yeah. instrumental. Like and, this funky oh, instrumental. Like whoobby, 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 wobbly. wobbly. Then yes, the third bridge where her and Rufus are singing, and in the morning, is Sun this Nirvana. Yeah, it's yes, this is Nirvana. Like this <laughs> is so perfect. Like I said, cinematic, sweeping, catchy, danceable. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a modern disco uh, gem of a yeah. song. Yeah, um, I
0: also easily could have uh, added or. or I, I was thinking about doing talking to myself also from this record, which okay. I also think is a perfect possible. I don't
1: know the record at all. This is the only song that well, you, you have Well, you've enjoyed
0: Carly in the past. Yeah. You, you, it's a great record. It, it was in my awesome. top 10 or, you, or top 11.
1: I'm speaking right. of strings that you said is the through line of all your songs, did you notice the rock with you string part? Totally took that from that.
0: Yep, I'm okay with it. Actually, some other artists that we'll talk about later in this podcast or the next one, take a little bit from Michael Jackson. Interesting. Yeah, like I said, perfect song great record.
1: All right, my number 4 favorite song from 2022 is the title track, similarly, uh to the album Lucifer on the Sofa by Spoon. Whoa.
0: This is an amazing closer. I'm so glad you put this on your list. I had no idea that it hit you this hard.
1: It did. It, it was a really good album. Not a favorite. Um, definitely too many songs that maybe I didn't care enough about. But there's a lot of good songs on it. But this is just the masterpiece. I mean, they are they are a rock band. I mean, you yes. talk all the time about how Brit is just like the most rock yes, voice. He
0: has the best. He has like the best rock voice. Yeah. And it's it's so like John Lennon when he's in his strange right, right. um voice. But
1: And also how they produce it, they always give it like a oh, little bit of uh, so slap back on his vocals. Yes.
0: Oh yeah, you're talking about vocally. But like yeah. this song in general, the production is amazing. Oh this like, song But
1: that's I think what's so special about it is that this feels like I mean, you've sent me a bunch of different songs uh, from Spoon, and, and they definitely go in some different directions. Maybe this is similar to some of that, but to me,
0: it feels—there's something unique about it. This song, first of all, feels like a closer, which yeah, we always— definitely. Just like—I mean, I think "Loneliest Time did, too. And it feels important. Yeah, there's something about it. It's so— loungy mm. which i love well, it's because that warm saxophone right the warm right sax the and it's just this driving beat
1: throughout the entire song the chords never change and that can be oh. dangerous sometimes but it also
0: i didn't even think about that be because so it's so impressive anyway. when
1: it still translates because it just means that everything that floats over those
0: brit is also on mellotron. is he on really song which is again one of the best sounds it is absolutely the music. um the and, drums by the way jim eno is like any relation a to brian very either? i don't know very <laughs> underrated drummer i think his hmm. drumming on this song is like amazing it's not always super showy no it's very understated but he's got like b- he's got b- kind d- of an s- affected drum kit yeah at times but like it's uh, the the rhythm like you mentioned earlier the rhythm and the groove of this song is so addictive it is it is it's it's yeah uh and also again it's
1: called lucifer on the sofa which by the way is such a great title Title. and image and i and again it's so loungy and not jazzy but yeah there's saxophones and and i love the that that uh the pairing because when you there's a lot of times where you think of the devil and he's like seductive like in in a suit like in a Mm. suit and tie you know what i mean like in damn yankees (laughs) or or a bunch of different uh interpretations of like what mephistopheles or lucifer whatever it is so i like that pairing like it feels right for the title of the song um yeah, the saxophones we were talking about, this like warm, shaky synth, which I think I think is the Mellotron that you're talking about that Brit's playing. All these keyboards, vibraphone, that yeah, also asks the yeah. jazzy aspect. Um, the verse is kind of talk song at times, but then that makes the juxtaposition of when it opens up into his higher register, uh, into the the main reason why this song yeah. is is on the record. What am I gonna do? With your last cigarettes, all your old records, all your old cassettes. And I love... Such a good melody. Great melody also. Mimicking I love the, the l- piano part. And
0: I love the lyrics of this. Like this is obviously your partner or your lover is gone i'm stuck with all your pictures your cigarettes all your old records and all your old cassettes yeah i mean it's
1: so it's so that the like tangible type of yes. music and and also it's like the most again we're talking about they're like a rock band he sounds like rock it's the most like just new york rock cigarettes cassettes albums it doesn't have to be yes. new york but it's just so like yeah. indicative of, of that kind of grimy grungy rocky mm-hmm. thing um i mentioned the slapback on his vocals um just that effect is is all these little production elements um i don't know make make it what it is i love the use of the like white noise from like the yeah. saxophone yep. air that they use as a production element yeah so nice we, we, I feel
0: like we talked about that before maybe in like boni Vare like yeah the
1: exactly breath yes the breathing through the reed of the saxophone definitely playing definitely yeah um, i mean especially i think what's the song 48 i don't know from 22 a million the song that's very heavily saxophone
0: but he also does it in an eye definitely
1: song. definitely yeah. i mean it's anyway. very it is very boni Vare. um yeah, I love the little change of, what am I going to do, babe?
0: Yes. Just that little babe.
1: Uh, did you know that the final vocal melody that is sung is sung by Caroline Rose? No. Isn't that crazy? That is so cool. I always thought it was Brit in his falsetto, just, huh, huh. Wow. At the very end, it's Caroline Rose. Like, what is she doing on here? I don't know, but I love her. We, I just mentioned her earlier in this episode about, um, do you think we'll last forever? From her most recent album, so just the fact that I found out she was on this was That's very exciting. Really cool. And the very last little like ding dong guitar oh, melody—it's yes. just like you, you didn't need to throw that in there, but, but you they did. did. And it's so good. And I do want to—you mention some of the lyrics, but just some of these other lyrics, like through the verses, are are so good. Cashed out in the front room, ashes stain his lips. Lucifer on the sofa, staring at you. What a great, Ashes just like, his lips. it's also that. just a great image that like first line, you've been counting weekends, never getting dressed, speaking in the third person and trying to forget. I'm chasing every thought. I'm walking over water, thinking about what I lost. I like the walking over water, like Jesus and the devil. There's mm, this like kind mm-hmm. of juxtaposition. Um, you just mentioned the last cigarettes and whatnot. Now you're cruising up Lavaca against the traffic lights, going to walk all evening, there's no one out tonight. You're thinking about Dale Watson, thinking about Turquoise, all along West Avenue while those blackbirds make their noise this is all Austin. I didn't realize that they're an Austin band. So I love, I mean, there's something honestly, very counting crows counting crows about just like mentioning these. I mean, it's not just counting crows, but yeah, yeah, the streets, the, uh, Dale Watson, I guess is a musician from, I don't know him that well, or if he's that big, but I think he's very big in the Austin scene. So just having those little elements, I, I, it's great.
0: All right. My number four favorite track of the year 2022 is there better be a mirror ball by Arctic monkeys.
1: Don't get emotional, that ain't like you. Yesterday still leaking through the
0: room. But that's literally as soon as I heard this song, the first time I heard this song, I knew this was going to be on my list because yeah.
1: I don't know one person who, who, and I'm not saying that it's like, <laughs> this is a basic pick, bitch pick. Or <laughs> I just, it's more just to the, how good this song is. Like, I don't know one person who has heard it and not been like, wow, this is like one of the best Arctic monkey songs it's in a while just
0: so special i mean there's something I've, i keep seeing this these words and it's again it's because the strings probably there's something so cinematic and film noir very much very jazzy. james bond yes
1: honestly there's i mean a lot of their last record and this record is more of the last shadow puppets right. uh alex turner Which my
0: friend sean this is why he doesn't like these albums. He's like, "This is shadow puppets." Like, uh, why is he bringing this to Arctic? I'm
1: countries? kind of with him, but
0: you well, get you, then I, you get this song. I disagreed when Tranquility Base came out because yeah. that record's amazing. Yeah, you love that. This record kind of sucks. Unfortunately, this is not a good album. This is actually one of my biggest disappointments mm. of the year. But this song is incredible like it's also so sad there's something so defeated and wistful kind of about this song yeah i mean just start off i don't even know what instrument it is it's like a synth flute or something like that (laughs) oh my god (laughs) that i'll call it a mellotron it might not be a mellotron but it's
1: some warm synth line that to me makes the whole song
0: it does it's absolutely hypnotic that wooziness of that it is, there's something about it, like I, like I said, it's so sad. And I'm like addicted to that sadness of just that riff. But it's not just that riff. It's the, okay, people talk all the time about how they're upset with Arctic Monkeys underutilizing the drummer. Yeah, Matt. But I love his drumming on this song. Me too. Like Stop, start, I was going to say, shuffle.
1: I love, it's like a very simple beat, but oh. he just leaves one yes, ride note out yes, in each. And he it's, leaves open. It's very tasteful, And then done. the
0: piano and bass accent it yep. really well. Yep. I love Alex's voice here. His vocals are so good. And when the strings come in, it like makes me want to cry. It's so gorgeous. No, again, this is first string swell comes in. Oh man. If you walk me to the car. So good. It is It's, it's it's it's
1: one of these songs where again, like, yes, as understated as the band is, which can be disappointing when you look at a record like AM,
0: they do create this perfect platform for Alex and and everyone does so much like the bass at the end the addition of extra percussion it kind of it's weirdly this is a weird reference but it reminds me of like some Marvin Gaye stuff like they add kind of like I don't know if it's bongos or like some extra percussion and like this groove at the end that is so sexy and simmering what's interesting is that lyrically speaking like the last this this album is very similar to tranquility musically speaking songwriting is nowhere near as good um what's interesting about this record is whereas that one is like it was like a space themed rock opera about like a lounge singer on the moon which is insane yeah. this is this is no this is no concept as far as i can tell it's mostly just like you know back on earth now yeah um <laughs> Like I said, this album kind of sucks. It's like all down. This is the first song. It's yeah. all downhill from here. And one of the biggest problems I have with the record is how much Alex uses his falsetto, which I think is like his 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 worst. And well, that's interesting vocal that's interesting. quality. I, I didn't think the album sucked. It's pretty
1: bad. It I is, like. There's not a lot to grab onto. Right. I say. I really liked actually the the next song. I forgot what it's called <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah I mean, you love it i mean there's no doubt that the first song uh, of the record oh, there better be mirror ball is the best yes i mean w- we, so we we didn't even talk by the way about the the introduction of this song like this kind of james bond string and piano and then all these stops oh yeah which
0: duh.
1: which i can just duh. i can just imagine duh. alex live kind of just like mimic just like bah, yes it's a you can just very see him cool kind of like intro. acting it out
0: the reason I brought up the album as a whole and the falsetto, it's one of the reasons I love this so much because he's so rarely... He brings the falsetto at the end, but he's... Which I love. I do love Don't that. Well, I was going to say, I love when he's, <laughs> don't get emotional, that ain't like you. Like he's got this low croon. And by the I way, love. the next melody I love,
1: Yesterday still leaking through the roof.
0: And that's my favorite lyric of the whole song. Mm. Don't get emotional, that's not like you. Yesterday is still leaking through the roof. It's a great, I great way of saying that. that yeah. Yes. And just something about can can we please be absolutely sure that there's a mirror ball for me? Like yeah. again, clearly going through something and wanting to see either a light at the end of the tunnel or like a spotlight on stage and like be there's something, again, so sad about this song, and I love sad music. Yeah. Um, but it's it's done in this, like you said, this loungy <laughs> James Bondy right. kind of suave. It's an it's an amazing song. You know, it's funny, I just um I promise I didn't plan this. In 2018, I had four out of five yeah. as my number one song mm-hmm. of the year. And in 2022, this song is my fourth song out of five. Love that. just wow. needed to say that. I realized was that it, as I was... Was it
1: Erin who made the comment about, like, does anyone call Disco Balls Disco Balls anymore? Yes. Because was it... Is it Taylor Swift Taylor also Swift has? also brought... But I'm assuming that Mirror Ball is maybe British. what... Brit- so I don't know why Taylor's saying it. Because well, she's dating Elbow, Joe Elwynn because elbow also has the song mirror ball yes they do who's joe Allen?
0: taylor swift's boyfriend duh great (laughs) sick (laughs) you haven't heard london boy one of her (laughs) songs
1: london broil no i haven't uh
0: yes but anyway not a great record but wow there'd better be a mirror mirror ball what like i've played this song god knows how many times like over and over and over again i like love the world it creates it's it's just remarkable
1: Okay, my number three favorite song from 2022, this seems to be surprising to Josh, <laughs> is the song Teeth Marks by S.G. Goodman. And we, we left them there, we took a funeral march,
0: they could buy to you, was the hardest part but I did, oh you know I did, I know you saved me too, oh I'm surprised, first of all, because I'd never heard of this person ever. and Same. Not, not not that I, obviously, there's a billion artists I've never heard of, but to have this rank so high, having never heard them, and I just don't understand what about this song <laughs> you love so much. I mean, that it is definitely an Adam song. Like, it's it's, it's very pretty. Um, we, we, we
1: have these moments. There's a lot yeah. of songs that just hit me that, for whatever reason, don't translate to you. Um, you just said you'd never heard of this artist or whatnot. I hadn't either. This was actually like research I was doing for my band, just kind of looking at oh, venues. Openers? Yeah, just kind of looking at venues around the city um, to find bands that were playing that maybe didn't have an opener or whatever. And I was kind of listening to these artists that I hadn't heard. And I s- found S.G. Goodman. And I was like, I don't, I wonder what kind of music this is. Mm-hmm. Checked it out. And this was like the first song I heard. And I'm like, this is really damn good. And I just put it on my playlist, kept listening to it. You didn't um, play a show with her did you? No, (laughs) they're a very different type of music. Um, And actually, Jillian, who we were talking about when we were talking about Madison Cunningham, told me she saw S.G. Goodman open for Madison. Oh,
0: that's right.
1: Um, And what's also strange is for as much as I love the song, I haven't even talked about it yet. I never checked out the full album. I'm just (laughs) weird. I just just sometimes (laughs) don't do it. I mean, I'm very curious to know and I should check it out. But anyway, this song, Teeth Marks beautiful roomy folky picked part you're right i mean i'm saying all the like adam favorite kind of things she's got this shaky but very strong female folk voice which it's is funny. a favorite of you're mine. saying
0: this is i mean again it's all semantics this doesn't sound folk this is this is country like her voice is so country interesting in the, in the way she's singing and that twang and the verse melody is so classic country. i think it's I mean, still
1: it's still hard for me to maybe decipher this, between modern sh- folk mm-hmm. and country that isn't pop country Touche. um but fair enough uh i love yeah i don't know all, all of her melodies well i laughed a bit when you pulled that card telling me you're gonna bless i love that telling me you're doing that country twang. you're so. right i mean i love <laughs> counting crows you know right. i love it all uh all these atmospheric sounds i don't know if it's like scratches on the cymbals. it just creates this great St- star light gay I mean this is one of the this is one of these songs where I'm just like under a star strewn sky in the Midwest I mean
0: the guitar leads are so reverbed out oh and my very, god very pretty as soon
1: as the first of all I really like the form of this song I don't know if you'd call it verse it's probably it's very much verse chorus but it's verse chorus little guitar thing, chorus verse. It's kind of an A-B-B-A, mm-hmm. an ABBA, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but going into that first chorus, this new, very reverb-drenched guitar comes in in the right ear, and, oh, God, get chills. <laughs> and this chorus, this chorus, singing from the mountaintop, these dueling, washed-out, picked guitars, the background harmonies, the bass on, maybe in time you'll see things my way uh shooting star guitars Uh,
0: i don't know i just it's i I think i mentioned this to you before and i I hate to do this but (laughs) this song reminds me so much of a big thief song on their most recent album it's red moon i um, probably not going to be able to oh, replicate it right now. I but totally like, know what you mean. The melody is so Red similar. Red moon yes. walking through the phone. Yes, it's so similar. That's so um, interesting. I don't again, think that song not, is nearly as good. Not in a totally bad way. <laughs> and again, she kind of reminds me of Big Thief in that she's sort of bringing this folk and country and yeah. reverb guitars. And, and that's a very, very cool Big Thief album. It was. My list, for sure. But. Um, yeah this is definitely an Adams song Um, (laughs) as in not a Josh yeah it's yeah I don't know it's I will say there's something simple about it but there is a great lyric in this song that I picked out please I think it's one of the first ones it's I prayed over dead birds in your city park I held your hand as I crossed my heart Mm -hmm. that is a great couplet I love that imagery of praying over dead birds. Yes, in your, in I'm your with you. I always,
1: arc. I always, and it's like there are some times where I will sing a song over and over again and I'll never really think about what I'm mm-hmm. singing, but that is one that also I like. I see the image. Right after that, we left them there. We took a funeral march. The goodbye to you was the hardest part, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Anyway, that's teeth Marks.
0: My number three favorite song of 2022 is "Foxglove Through the Clear Cut" by Death Cab for Cutie.
1: What is a funeral without flowers? Ten thousand tombstones reaching for the sky.
0: I love I <laughs> everything about this song. Yeah, it is. It's magical. I, I I don't know where to begin. I guess I'll start at the beginning, the very beginning. Before any before before anything happens, anything singing, the plucky guitar, yeah. the skittering kind of electronic drum patterns, the low end that comes from the piano in the yes, bass. Yes, I love that sort of supplemental piano part. And that's part. all before Ben even starts singing. But actually, he's not singing. He's talking. Because this is a very unique song in their catalog. Yeah. This is unlike anything Deathcap's ever done. Like at least in the verses, right? I was gonna say, there Nicole-
1: is there is actually something about it that compared to a couple of their last albums, does yeah, but to he's me, never feel... straight
0: up done spoken word. No, for sure,
1: for sure. When it gets into like the chorus part, it yeah. very much to me feels like Death Cab that I do love and that we haven't heard in a little while.
0: Correct. So, like I was so about those spoken word passages. This actually reminds me of this great uh, single by an artist called Cassandra, Cassandra Jenkins, mm-hmm. um, "Hard Drive," which was one of my favorite songs of 2019. I think it was. He's basically, like I said, talking through this through the verses. It's all talking. There's no singing except for a few words in the choruses. Um, But my God, the juxtaposition of Ben's kind of spoken word passages in the verse to these, I'm like getting chills thinking about it. And I usually don't get chills. These beautiful, expansive choruses with rolling snares and that descending guitar riff. I love that guitar. And the first chorus, he does it very, very lightly. Yep. No way have to go and it's very light and then the second verse the band comes in like, yeah the drummer comes in oh my god jason mcgurr i think is his name
1: is that the drummer i do love his. oh drum my parts. god his drum work in general i just love him as a drummer good. got great
0: parts and then by the time you get to the second chorus yeah you're every on the floor. every time your it, it explodes on the floor. more and more oh my god when he sings slowly slip away it is just mammoth yeah. like this epic yeah. chorus just like washing over you in this the reverb of the cymbals that guitar is even louder i also want to say
1: the second time the verse comes in i love the drums that really just yeah. fat beat and is like very tasteful but fills he's using the whole that drum go into kit. the next like beginning of the next bar exactly what you mean um i, I will say that it 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 makes the song what it is, so I can't really poo poo it, um, because I do love the juxtaposition. But the spoken word aspect was never not your thing. My favorite. I don't know if I wish he would have done it differently, better, or sang a little bit with maybe. The word. There's something that sounds like there's something kind of I don't know. There's I'm not even I don't know if it's cheesy or pretentious. No, not pretentious. It's like. Let's go back to Counting Cruz, shall we? In High Life, there's such a life, such a life, I'm a common. There's something that's more just like rambly and soft about it. This is just like he's reading a poem in front of you mm-hmm. and it, it comes off that way a little bit Interesting. Me. But again, if you didn't have that, those choruses it's would funny, not be as big.
0: I, I compared this to Hard Drive, that Cassandra Jenkins song. I remember playing it with a bunch of people and a lot of people were like, this just sounds like someone reading a podcast. Like They didn't <laughs> like it. And I wonder if some people would feel the same about this. Yeah. There's another part of the song, the instrumental passage with that twinkly emo guitar. Oh my god! It is like one of the greatest sounds in music. Yeah. Like this twinkling guitar, um, space is created, and then that final chorus of shredding, reaching for the sky like I said, every chorus gets bigger and grander and more intense. It's like almost overwhelming emotionally for me. Like like I will pump this so loud and just completely let yeah. this song take over my life for the five minutes that it exists. <laughs> I, I think this is easily top five greatest Death Cab Cutie for, Death Cab for Cutie songs of all time. Wow. I think this is on par with Transatlanticism, the title track, yeah. which is their other like serious yeah. epic. Yeah. I think this song could could and should close their concerts for forever mm-hmm. i'm so excited to see them next i mean i'm i'm excited to see them next i wanted to see this song but they're doing the transatlanticism and postal service right anniversary so i don't so know likely not that's probably that. not yeah um also an amazing like scuzzy guitar solo at the yes. end oh man i mean the lyrics there's so many great lyrics from this i do want to read a little bit of it Please? and it'll probably sound just like ben reads it <laughs> um he said that nothing lives long, only the earth and the mountains, as he quoted Black Kettle's death song, the words drifting off into the emptiness of this great land where we've never belonged. And while the frontiers are ever expanding, our living rooms fall into disarray, and no one seems interested in fixing what they've broken. They just sweep the pieces into the bushes and slip away.
1: Slowly slip away.
0: Oh, God, it's, it's so perfect. I mean, to me, that speaks to kind of humanity in general, either taking land from native people or just taking land and earth and just not taking care of it just all these environmental and climate crisis issues we're having and we're just sleeping uh sweeping it into the bushes and not what's the lyric not no one seems interested in fixing what they've broken there's something again We'll probably talk about it later with Pine Grove yeah. and a lot of the um, global warming and climate crisis issues that come up on that album. And actually, also on the Weather Station album, Ignorance. This song lands in that category for me and, and, and feels bigger than me. I mean, this yeah. song is so monumental, and I, I just love it.
1: Okay, and my number two favorite song from 2022, also got somewhat of an interesting reaction from Josh, is the song Sad Kind of Way by Wilco.
0: I still feel loved when you say my name In a sad kind of way In a sad kind of way I mean, this is a cool pick. I just never would have thought this would be your pick from... From that album? Cruel Country.
1: Because, so we listened to it, I mean, simultaneously we were across, you know, the... uh, hudson river (laughs) as we were listening to it and just kind of texting each other our thoughts but yeah there were i would well no this was one of the songs that on first listen i was like holy shit this is nice but there were other ones where i was like oh my god the the guitars but i I mean that's the first thing i sort of wrote down on my notes for the song is i'm in guitar heaven the the adam special that i will talk about three guitars well it's more just that a guitar part that goes over different chords, but the guitar part doesn't change. Can't that is special. all over here. Um, but
0: also you've got this, um, you've got the sender acoustic guitar and then you've got a clean yes. guitar in the left ear and this electric in yep. the right ear. I mean, it and is- And then you've got
1: mandolins coming. It's just, it is yeah. such a wash of guitars and I love it. And it is so well mixed. The
0: production is amazing so, on this song. The atmosphere. So and what's most impressive, if- Lest we forget, this entire album was recorded live. I actually did forget. So the fact that they pulled <laughs> yeah. this three guitar or multiple multiple str- like live, and we haven't even gotten to again. Okay, I'm probably shooting ahead for you, yep. but one of the coolest parts of this song yeah, is Glenn drumming. A hundred percent. I mean, when he is playing, I think the first time I heard it, I was like, Is he out of time? I know. I was like, is he
1: making a mistake? But it,
0: it feels like he's playing what feels like an out of time off kilter rhythm while these guitars are swirling around you, but some all of a sudden it starts the pieces start to kind of fit into place and your brain is like unlocked for I know. a second. It's
1: so unique. Yeah. Um before we get there, because I do probably have a little more <laughs> okay. to say about that. Um, just this very, this back and forth of the guitar. And then I love this, in general, the melody, Jeff's part, I'll say. I mean, I don't, I don't know how many of the guitars he's playing that we're talking about. But it feels similar to Impossible Germany, one of my favorite songs ever, mm. in that the the melody itself, the song, the lyrics and whatever, is very simple. Um, I, I, I'll just read the lyrics right now Because it's very few The best I can do is try to be happy for you In a sad kind of way I've been ashamed and afraid I still feel, I still feel love when you say my name In a sad kind of way hmm. The best I'll ever be is the beauty you see in me In a sad kind of way
0: I mean, just you reading those lyrics Helps you appreciate There's a very specific emotion That uh, Casey Musgraves talks about called Happy, sad, happy and right? sad at the same time happy and right. sad at the same time and there's there's something very Sometimes hard to pinpoint about that emotion and I think he does it well. Here. Yeah,
1: and poignant I, I do love that aspect of of feeling gr- These big emotions that can be considered I don't know joyous or something, but The big emotion that you're feeling is is kind of sadness. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's tinged with sadness, but anyway just the melody of the best i can do is try to be happy for you that same th- i always love these melodies that hit again i mean it's kind of the adam special with guitars mm-hmm. staying on that note the best can do mm-hmm. happy going back to for the root you that, yeah i yeah. love anyway that's the jeff, jeff part in the, what you'd call the chorus, which is kind of just the end of each stanza, I love the walk-up to the piano plunk to the guitar, the bring. those are always so nice. Um, yeah. And then, again, all these guitars. Oh, so. And then this mandolin. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, these parts that Josh was talking about, I don't know what you'd call them, these instrumental sections. Again, the main reason why this song is is on my list and why it's so high up on my list, because you are just floating. You are floating in all these different guitars and what Glenn does on drums, this hemiola pattern where he's playing like this 3-4 pattern over this 4-4 stuff that feels so off kilter, but it also does fit in. It just, when it's already very floaty because of all the different guitars, his drum part adds just an
0: extra Definitely. layer of suspension. Mm. Um, I just flashback, by the way, to feel like years ago when you also mentioned the word hemiola and i was like what is that (laughs) can you explain that
1: i just tried to where it's like you're playing you're playing this part in like kind of a different time signature okay over the base time signature which let's say it's oh man let's see if i can do this uh one two three Do, 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 yeah, do, I hear do, it. You hear it at least. Yes, I mean, I, I'm very bad at explaining the words, <laughs> but I'll, okay. I'll I'll do thank, the rhythm with you, my hands. Boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I've said it all. It's just a also, gorgeous
0: little folk nugget, and it also ends on a beautiful chord. Oh my god! It's uh, so it's, it's 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 and it's a short song. Yeah. Um, so the it's, album it's a nugget. itself, I feel like, I mean, the album <laughs> suffered a great loss in my coveted listing and listening this year by being digital only. I mean, that's unfortunate. I mean, they, I'm, I'm sure tons of artists ran into delays with vinyl pressings and stuff. But for whatever reason, they decided to release this with no plan to release CD or record. It's finally coming out this year in February or something like that. I just didn't get to listen to this album that much, which yeah. is too bad because Wilco is one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Um, the album is like this sprawling double album, which at times is very comforting, at times I find kind of bland. I'm with um, you on both of those, yeah the universe was a song that almost made um my songs list this year because i think emotionally it really hit me even though it's less impressive from a band point of view it's more of a a jeff
1: sure but it kind of feels like an older jeff song
0: from like yankee hotel yes songwriting wise uh, which i loved but i am still really glad you picked this song to highlight thank you all right my number two favorite song of 2022 is end of a friendship by julia jackman What an amazing closing track, just like Lucifer on the Sofa. Don't you just love songs that sound like album closers? That yes. Yeah. Epic. And you know what I don't like records. are what?
1: songs that sound like closers that aren't the closer. <laughs> yes. I know exactly. <laughs> Which what you mean. we may talk about oh, later interesting. in next episode.
0: <laughs> I mean, we we have talked a great deal about Julia Jacklin back in our 2019 series because yep. Adam. Well, first of all this is another artist that Jillian I believe uh, recommended to us and then Adam got Someone heavy- else actually inter-
1: oh. uh, recommended the song
0: Head Alone to me. Okay. So but Adam got really into the Julia Jacklin record and therefore pushed it to me and I fell in love with Crushing. Yeah. I and mean, that is like such an incredible record. She's come out with a new album uh, in 2022. We might talk about it later, um, mm. but I want to talk about uh, the last song on that album End of a Friendship. Yeah. It is um, it actually starts off with kind of this chintzy drum. Loop. <laughs> I love,
1: I, I say that term now to myself as well. I love yeah. that chintzy thing. Um, but yeah, this but it
0: gets more and more lush as the
1: song goes on. Yeah. And she definitely on this album adds some more of those elements of like little drum machines, mm-hmm. but still very much keeps the like raw, live, organic instrumentation and vocal and et cetera.
0: Totally. And we actually alluded to earlier, and we'll talk about further later. The Weather Station band is her backing band on this record, which is so exciting and cool. They kill it. They kill it throughout the record, which we'll get into later. But for this song, I mean, first of all, her voice is absolutely stunning on this song. The tenderness of her vibrato is so tangible. It's so... We always found it hard to relate. Yeah, and She like holds these notes in a way that is so beautiful. And then, as I said, the through line, the string swells that happen in this song. And then there's like these big timpani drums. Yes. It's, it's so grand. Oh, my God. Which is, again,
1: and, what I think helps it feel like a closer. Outside of just the melodies. The melodies are oh, all... Over this song,
0: da, 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 oh yes, falling and, and sort of hopping back up. And uh, then I love it. The chorus again, Soaring. the main attraction. Yeah, all my
1: love is spinning
0: round the room. It's it's <laughs> it's so beautiful, and and I love when the lyric matches the feeling mm-hmm. because when she sings that. I feel like I'm spinning around the room mm. when I'm listening to this song. And there's something about that melody that is so full of love and longing. Yes, very romantic. So romantic. And obviously it's the strings, but it's, it's her voice. It's the sentiment of the song. I mean, the it's lyric everything, is yeah. so is so sad i love the lyric all my love is spinning around the room if only it would land on something soon and then later she says if only it would land plant and bloom i mean this is touching on such a specific sad sentiment of like having all this love to give and no one to give it to or it falling on deaf ears it's to me it's actually kind of unclear if this is a romantic partner or i mean it's called end of a friendship yeah i'm Um, with you so it's or a relationship to a family member there's another song on the album which is like this very intense song about her relationship with her mother so i'm not exactly sure who the um who this song is directed to but regardless having all this love and not either not being requited or or not having anyone to lay it on and and this song is just oozing with love and like oh my god and the, and the final, I think it's the final lyric, but all my words are caught up in a cloud and you know someday I'll we'll have to say them out loud. loud. Like, it, Oh, God. It's it's so epic. By the way, did you notice that the strings do a Weezer Green album it's exactly solo? exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> yes. Yes, did I we said call, Weezer Green. Oh, my God. <laughs> in Weezer's Green yes. album, one of its flaws <laughs> is that every single guitar solo is just the vocal melody in guitar form. What was interesting about this is they do that, but with strings, which I've oh, never yeah. i never heard. Mean, I mean, so I will let it I, happen.
1: Only recently did I like yeah. cue into that. It, it never, it never crossed my mind that that was anything egregious or anything. Yeah. Just going back to that lyric, there's something about, it could be anything spinning. It could be a person spinning, but I love this image of like almost a spin the bottle of it. Literally just mm. like spinning around the room. If it would only just like slow down Ooh, and like point towards like someone kind of thing. That's why I really love that lyric, but yeah i mean incredible incredible song incredible end to a very very good album and my number one favorite song from 2022 is jennifer by the band everything everything
0: I mentioned it when you listed the song, but I am so grateful that you put this on your list. And we'll talk about my honorable mentions later. Yeah. But it broke my heart to not have this song, or actually a few songs from this record on the list. because. And there are a bunch of very is, good songs on that record. This is such a, a treat.
1: It's one of their best songs, hands yep. down. It's just, It's just such a good song. No matter who the band is, it's just so, from verse to pre-chorus to chorus, it is like perfectly yes. crafted. It's a feast of perfectly music. Perfectly written. Like
0: every part yeah. is is great. And I always am looking forward to the next part when Same. it comes. Same. I sing along I to know. every part I know. of this song. Yes.
1: Yeah. They're, they're, everything, everything is going surfing. They're very... (laughs) There's something very, like, Hawaiian about... Whoa. You don't hear that? No. And the... I mean, they're And they're, like, slidey guitar. But there's something about it that
0: feels, uh, like, coastal. Is that what I mean? (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, the song opens with this... It almost sounds like a beach house. Yeah. There's, like, this woozy... Yes. It's, like, this... um, bent uh almost country twang to the guitar yeah i guess it's um, fair it's, it's kind of country but, it's but for reverbed me it, out for me it feels yeah fine surfing. but then it gets into this like very new, new order yeah 80s post-punk synth pop muted riff. guitar oh my god it's it's so delicious i i love the just the guitar this song probably could have been instrumental and i would have been like it's true so it so would have been great to it
1: but you have this verse melody that it's like dancing up the stairs, dancing down the stairs, dancing I love up the stairs. His vocal
0: freezing. Jennifer, Jennifer is on her way home.
1: Then she remembers her life is like a nightmare. That's actually a good impression of. <laughs> um, yeah, and then going to the pre chorus. I again I really do what's his name? John, the lead singer?
0: John Higgs I think yeah I think
1: you're right about that Um, I should know that because I really do love everything everything Uh, but I love his voice it's so unique and it's so dynamic to go from a little more hushed not hushed exactly but a little more subdued for where his voice can go which is where it goes for the pre-chorus where you get a little more trumpety yeah (laughs) <laughs>
0: exactly uh, I, love, I the, love his falsetto me there. too me too if you'd I mean even that, call it that, falsetto that's what has made everything everything I mean not, that's not the only thing that has made them so unique yeah. as a band but his vocals are such a big part yes. his falsetto and the weirdness of his vocal phrasing yeah like he, he like I said, with just the, the earlier, vo- he he adds so many different rhythms to the way he does his oh. vocals. It's never straightforward how he sings, yeah. which I always appreciate. Yeah. I love the bass in the pre-chorus. Mm.
1: De-dee, doo-doo, de-dee, doo-doo, de-dee, doo-doo. It's like very kind of off kilter f- compared to just like the driving drum beat uh, and all the guitar slides throughout th- from the verse yeah. to the pre-chorus. The it always changes so a little bit. And then the way this chorus just lands... It's such a nice. Oh this is when God.
0: the the vocals, other vocals come. Yeah, when just this pain ma- in the end. Pain in the end. It's all in your memory. In yeah, your it's memory. it's gorgeous. <laughs> I love when
1: they come in. I love just the the kind of his matter of fact. Pain in the end. All in your memory. And then this then the is
0: vocal like, back and forth. And
1: yeah. the way that those back the backgrounds are like they're in harmony, but they also are staggered in the way it's like pain in the end and the other one's pain in the end and like one done, of them go like that's changes. one of
0: their great things so they've done that on earlier songs I love like it can't do and like where the the harmony like switches yeah halfway through the yeah it's hard to explain
1: yeah and then this like kind of angsty oh, guitar that, comes that, in that for like the strumming. last pre-chorus is so cool it like comes out Ooh-hoo. of nowhere yes and then
0: just the band i also love
1: his yes yeah yeah." that thing is is so good um lyrically also i never really cued into it until i looked up the lyrics but Very sad, like suicidal stuff. Jennifer is on her way home. Then she remembers her life is like like a nightmare. nightmare. Walking in circles and wasting her time. Pretty soon she'll be lying in the kitchen because she got no way to get out. Jennifer nearly jumped into the water and she was tired like no one's ever been been tired
0: tired because
1: she got no way to get out. Then she got into the back of her car and she went headlong into that whispering wall. That is so whispering wall, like it's beckoning you. It's Mm. so dark. And then just that, because the pain in the end is all in your memory try it again try it another way it's sort of that it's going to be okay like yeah i don't know it's just a good juxtaposition of these very dark verses to the more but it's it's one of these things where it's like
0: trying it again is is another suicide attempt oh
1: that's true i guess if we don't think about it that way the verse and the pre-chorus are much more just like peppy and happy sounding, but the lyrics are darker. And then you get the chorus, which does sound more somber, but the way I'm interpreting inter- interpreting the lyrics, they're more hopeful. Mm. Um, anyway, yeah, this is just a perfect honestly a, just a perfect song
0: I also think it's a good introduction to the band I think this band can it can at yeah. times be more obtuse and kind of v- this is still a weird song but yeah. it's so catchy and it also plays into so many of their strengths vocally musically I think this is a great song for anyone to listen to to get into this band agreed okay and finally I'm gonna talk about my number one favorite song of 2022 Life According to Rachel by Madison Cunningham
1: you call find you there sitting in your TV chair well, Tom is in a bar having a laugh somewhere. The nurse said you were waiting.
0: I don't know what to say about this song I think you know I can sometimes be prone to hyperbole yeah but um, you've talked to me about this before and I would I would like to this, I would like yeah, you to share this your this introduction life, story. according to Rachel. I think is an astounding piece of work. This song, I think, transcends this list, this podcast, the album it's on. I I just don't know the last time I was so moved emotionally by a piece of music, like in my gut. I have cried to this song so many times. I've teared up thinking about this song, just in my day. I've woken up in the middle of the night and put this song on repeat and just wept to it. Yeah. Over and over and over. I'm like getting choked up now. I yeah. I get choked up thinking about the lyrics of this song. Th- this I, it's it's hard to talk about. Um, but musically speaking, this starts off with this very Scott Walker. Yeah. It's raining today. Yep. Eerie string backdrop, which is is kind of creepy. Yeah. And sad. And all of a sudden, it's but just beautiful. Honestly. Totally. And this. Very sparse, just Madison Dude. and her guitar kind of playing, plucking her strings in this very oh, and these guitar swells, playing. The oh my god. Like I said, the strings. This is the through line. Oh, it's it's so beautiful. I could sing the whole song, but yeah. just everything. Once you go, I'm always you girl. And then the best melody. Whether I'm here, or am I there or on a plane? Like the yes, descent the melodies is so are incredible, lovely and gentle and beautiful. Um, children and again, children writing your cards. That chord but how change. How
1: long were you waiting for me? So it's hard
0: not to sing about this and talk about the lyrics because this song is very lyrically driven to me. And we've talked so many times about how we're both music first listeners. Music is, is primarily and the most important thing and the lyrics can either just be there or detract or enhance. Yep. And this, the lyrics of this song are, are unbelievable and really hit me to my core because this is about the death of her grandmother. Yep. And this song has made me think about our own grandparents. Interesting. The regrets that I have in our relationship with oh, them, god. and not I, getting—I I haven't even gone there. Not, in terms well, of the, I have. How, how long
1: were you waiting for me?
0: Oh my god! Not getting to know them better, not yeah. writing to them, not calling them. I mean, yeah. I mean, the lyrics to this song, she ends up talking about. I'm too busy, too stressed out to take your call. Thought I would always find you there, sitting in your TV chair. While well, time is in a bar, having a, la- a laugh somewhere. The nurse said you were waiting for me to let go it's getting choked up it's like wow.
1: it's that is a fantastic it's, it's lyric. an
0: amazing lyric and just this thought of your grandparents you feel like they're always going to be there so this is hard for me to get through wow. i thought about this song a lot my grandparents because like we talked about earlier i got married this year and i didn't have any of my grandparents at the wedding and it was hard The chorus to this song, it's not if, darling, it's when. Was there something left unsaid? Were your eyes green or were they blue? Was there something I forgot to ask you? Like, not even remembering the details of this person. How many questions you didn't get to ask them, or some things that you wanted to talk to them about? Because you thought they were always going to. Because be you there. thought they were always going to be there, taking people for granted. This can be translated to anyone in your life. Yeah.
1: Again, time is in a bar having a laugh somewhere. That is yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, you'll always think that there's going to be tomorrow.
0: There's there's something so poignant about the lyric busy hands i'll set them down to say i love you right out loud like mm. say i love you to the people you love yep. because you don't know yep. what's going to happen oh man i mean there's so many lyrics here you were staring down the cars hoping it would be one of ours children and grandchildren writing you cards how long were you waiting there for me to make a left down your street this image of all of the,
1: all of those the ending the ending lines of these verses are the most heartbreaking
0: yeah I, and this is all just the lyrics, her, her vocal performance is so oh, yeah. emotional and evocative and heartbreaking. And it's hard for me to get through talking about this song. Yeah. It's so it so hits me emotionally in a way that music, I mean, I clearly am obsessed with music and so much music I love and adore and hits me. But this hits me in a way that is I mean, I will, very- I will say,
1: I know you better than most and I've never seen you React this way to a piece of music which is a beautiful. It's
0: it's really special that this came out in 2022 Like that music like this is still being made. Yeah And Madison Cunningham is like made now like one of my favorite pieces of music. Yeah, this song It just transcends everything to me. I, I think it's it's so Emotional and special and taps into such a specific emotion and relationship but also one that is so universal to loss and love and and not taking for granted the people in your life. I I just think
1: it's- It it should be pointed out um, again. You can say, who cares about the Grammys? But it does speak to um, the broader relatability that you were just sort of talking about and connection that I think so many other people have felt from this song. This song is nominated for uh, Best americana performance something like or something that, like yeah. that. I'll, i might talk about it maybe. and
0: i've seen other artists i mean jillian sent me a video of john mayer being or i don't know if he, i don't think he covered it but he was like this is one of no, the best she songs is I've ever heard. i wouldn't
1: say she's blowing up but i don't know i don't know not, if it's i don't know I if it's because artists, of the album are, or it's this song yeah. the song is just getting notice yeah which is very deserving obviously yeah. um Anyway,
0: it should. I mean, I, I want everyone to hear this song, but I mean, it clearly is pretty raw Buckle for up. me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it might be raw for a lot of people, but it's also just beautiful. I mean, every melody, every lilt of her voice is just so, so generous. And so I, I'm just so happy that this song exists in my life. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm glad this is uh, sort of how how we ended our yeah. top fives. Yeah although yes Yes, let's talk now we have some some honorable (laughs) mentions let me
0: just dab my eyes real quick and let's (laughs) talk about some honorable mentions so i mentioned to you i'm so glad you put everything everything on your list because it broke my heart to not have them in my top five favorite songs um not just jennifer teletype is one of my favorite songs of the year i've listened to the song so many times Pizza Boy. Pizza Boy. I fucking love Pizza Boy. That song is also incredible. So many great, great melodies in that song. There's so many good songs in this album, and it's just such an exciting album. Um, Definitely wanted to give them a shout out. Um, Beyonce put out a great record uh, this year, and two of my favorite songs on it, Plastic Off the Sofa and Virgo's Groove, are like unbelievable dance pop r&b like they they did they're just her vo- i think beyonce in some ways can be how to say overrated mm-hmm. i think she's just like so big it like it like consumes the cultural zeitgeist but like yeah. this album is in general great and reminded me like she is incredible artist and these songs are great if you don't know them she'll do those later um pine grove spoiler was not on um uh, my song list, um, So, Cyclone by Pine Grove. Is you mean your album list? My album list. Sorry. Well, both, I guess. Yeah. Um, Cyclone yeah. is like one of the best songs of the year. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. Um, PJ Moore, who uh, was part of the Blue Nile, one of the, oh, my favorite right. band of the, all time. <laughs> the
1: song you played me that sounds <laughs> just like the, just <laughs> like the Blue <laughs> Nile.
0: All That You Wanted is a great song. Yeah. Taylor Swift put out a good record this year. You're On Your Own, Kid is an incredible song that she put out. It was an honorable mention weezer yeah um every ep that so they did this uh uh, seasons project and they put out spring and summer and they were pretty good and then autumn came out and i was like oh shit these are like some good songs definitely getting better yep and then better seasons come and winter came out (laughs) yeah um i want a dog i think is an incredible song and then it goes right into iambic pentameter. I fucking love. And that. then right into basketball. Yeah. These three songs I yeah. think are the best songs on all four EPs. Yeah. Um, I used to think that "Should She Stay or Should She Go" is the number one song, and on all of them, and, and these three are all better. I, I because I'm they're so, also
1: they're more classic. They're more
0: classic Weezer. It's the Weezer you want. It's but they're so good. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to shout out uh, Weezer. I'm there. glad
1: you did. Mm-hmm is that a free? yep that's it for me oh shit okay i've got many more I will, oh, I'll, I'll try I'll, to limit it <laughs> i'll fly through them I, I, uh mistakes by sharon van etten this is just like an amazing i don't even know what you'd call it like kind of a pop anthem yeah um it's a rocker though yeah it's just something i, I wouldn't have expected from her and similarly i kind of just heard it in my friend's car and i'm like this is such a banger also not my favorite album but the best song from it. Pizza Boy, <laughs> similarly from Everything Everything. It's a much better song than the uh than the title might imply. The song Autumn Song by Laura Veers. I listened to my first uh, Laura Veers album. It was a new album that came out in 2022. Um beautiful. It was right alongside when I was getting back into another Nico case phase when I was in Banff for my friend's wedding. Um also I think I it worked out because there was this album Case Lang Veers. Uh, that came out years ago of Nico Case, K.D. Lang, and Laura Veers. I love that album. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was purposeful that I was like, oh, I'm listening to Nico Case. Why don't I do Laura Veers as well? <laughs> anyway, first song <laughs> on the Lang, record. come on. I know. I should get back into her. Back into her as if I've listened to her. I should get into her. Um, yeah, the first song called Autumn Song. Beautiful. Check it out. I mentioned the band Wonder Horse as uh, the last honorable mention um, in terms of uh, my favorite live shows that I saw this year. From their new album, uh, which is called Cub, the song Girl Behind the Glass. Gorgeous. Not going to say much else except go check it out. Uh, the song Runner by Alex G. Oh, that's great a great song. song. I know you got into that, which yeah. you, which made me very happy. Also, not an I album I love. have
0: done a couple bad things. Oh, when he screams, it's so yeah. good.
1: Um, the song Tonight by Phoenix featuring Ezra Koenig. I don't know why. It just feels very classic Phoenix to me. It is. Um, i I just kept i just kept bumping it uh the song endless summer by super chunk i actually loved it enough to put it on my honorable mentions also the first full super chunk album i ever listened to disappointing that song is great um Two songs off the Gang of Youth's album, In the Wake of Your Leave and Goal of the Century. Mm. Uh, the second song on the track and and the very last song of the track, uh, uh, album. album, sorry. Um, the song, the closer of Mitski's album, That's Our oh, Lamp that's so is a great, I mean, I, for some reason I love her kind of disco-y songs, Nobody and This, That's Our Lamp. She, I yeah. just When she gets into that groove, I love it. Um, this I added just now because only since the beginning of 2023, I started listening to this al- the new album by this artist M.J. Lenderman. Uh, I didn't know anything about him except I saw him open for Julia Jacklin oh. at Warsaw in 2019, I believe. Um, anyway... My friends some of my bandmates got very into this album and this song you are every girl to me I need to show this to you Josh Uh because it is so good. I really feel like you'll fall in love We talked about big thief There are a few songs on that album that I really love but I want to call out simulation swarm It's a fantastic song the song summer nights by Mm -hmm. hazel English off an EP that came out Uh, Check it out. It's amazing. Lastly the first song on charlie xcx's new record crash crash uh the titular song crash fantastic song maybe we'll talk about it later maybe we won't we'll see we will
0: Thanks for listening to Top 5 Disco, part two of our 2022 year-end retrospective series.
1: Now that we've ranked and discussed our favorite concerts and songs of the year, tune in next episode where we'll each rank our top five favorite albums of 2022.
0: But before that, we want to know your favorite songs of 2022. Which songs from this year will you be listening to for the rest of your life? Which were your biggest jams? Which songs resonated with you on a lyrical level? Reach out and let us know. You can support us and help Top 5 Disco grow simply by subscribing to this podcast
1: so you can get the new episodes as soon as they come out. And you can find and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Top 5 Disco for an easy way to connect. Also, rating and reviewing Top 5 Disco
0: wherever you listen to podcasts is always appreciated. And don't forget to tell your music-loving friends and family all about us. Thank you so much again for listening. Tune in next time. And remember, it's really all disco.